We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, ready? All right. Yep. One, two, three. All right. I feel like you clapped after me. What'd you say? I think you clapped after I did. Oh, fuck. Well, hopefully. Let's do it one more time. Okay. I'm going to clap a little bit before you because that'll be the same time as you. Okay. One. Okay. This is a fucking mess. Oh, one. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. One, two, three. That was good. That was like right at the same time. All right. Amazing. Remarkable. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. And we're recording remotely today. So we're not in the same room. I had a COVID scare. I was just afraid I had COVID because I woke up with a little bit of a cold yesterday. And Amelia had some secondhand exposure to someone with COVID. So we're... We're tr- we're tr- bumbling around like a bunch of middle-aged moms trying to figure out technology right now. <laughs> I really hope that we got like a good chunk of us trying to set this up in the beginning because it is hilarious and also so frustrating. But we're here. We're doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm happy that we don't have to do another solo. So Liz, I missed you so much recording last week. I I got some nice messages. So thank you to everyone who messaged me and sent me some nice thoughts. But oh, good. I missed it, too. It felt weird. I was like, yeah, it, it felt so strange for me too. You, you've been so busy, but when you listen to it, you'll hear like, there are so many instances where I was like, I wish Liz was here so I could ask Liz about this. <laughs> it's so, it's so weird trying to like do banter by yourself. You're like, it really, and then you really feel like is. kind of an asshole. Cause you're like, I'm just entertaining myself right now. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. It was like 27 minutes and I really tried to stretch it for longer. I'm like, how the fuck does Liz do this? But That's we got hard. through it and now we're facing another obstacle doing this remote. Um, so what we're doing is, uh, we are, f- we have FaceTimed each other on our phones and then we're each recording individually in our own GarageBand app. Grandpa's on my lap, like, getting overstimulated and trying to bite me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's chaos. This is just, it, like, ultimate Mercury retrograde. I can't wait for it to be over. Oh, my God. You're so right. That's exactly what this is. Like, mm-hmm. everything that could have gone wrong during setup did go wrong. Mm-hmm. My computer is currently balancing on the headphone jack so that I can look at Liz the right orientation. It's a fucking mess over here. But we're lucky we can do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is, we're, you know, we're getting through it. We're like savvy enough that we have figured something out. Yeah. You know, we figured out a workaround. That's true. It would have been easy for us to just give up, but that's not in our blood. So, amen. No, it is not in our blood. That's what's that Sean Mendez song? It isn't in my blood. That's going to be the. Is that Sean Mendez? Yeah. Oh my God. Hell yeah. I, I have been thinking recently a lot about how many celebrities and athletes are younger than me. And it makes me feel very, very old. Like, basically everybody in the NBA, save, like, LeBron James, 
is younger than me. They're so young. They're so fucking young. They're all like 21. I'm like, oh my God, I just feel ancient. I, but I also think that's such a rare case where that's like the peak of your career, you know? That's true. Like sports, you have to be like a young, sprightly thing to make it. Yeah. And then you're yeah. like retired by 30. <laughs> exactly. I turn 30 at next week. I would like to retire. Is that next week? <gasps> uh-huh. Liz. Next Friday. Oh, my God. Your face right now is so funny. Where? <laughs> you're like, I didn't realize how late in the month it was already. It's flying by. What the hell happened? Oh, Absolutely my God. We're going to have by. so much fun your birthday weekend. I am so fucking excited. I've spent so much time stressing over it. Okay, so this this uh, opens a whole can of worms that I wanted to talk about with you anyways. Okay. So my birthday, I'm sure people are sick of me talking about my birthday because I've been talking about it for six fucking months. I don't give a fuck. We're still going to talk about it. <laughs> to, for some context, like two years ago when I could actually have a birthday – um, like a birthday party. I had, I got a party bus and we all dressed up in like, um, early 2000s, like the themed outfits, like costumes. And it was so much fun. And it was just fun to have like all of our friends in one spot. I feel like maybe, I don't really think anyone doubted me, but I think people were like party bus haven't been on that since high school. So, um, it, I think everyone just had more fun than they were expecting. Not that anyone was expecting to have, like, a bad time. I think it was just, like, more exciting than they thought it was going to be, which is, yeah. like, the best feeling. Like Totally. I, I had a lot of fun planning it, and I just, like, knew it was going to be a good time because I just, like, wanted to do something fun with all my friends. <laughs> and um, then people were talking about it for months. So then there's like this pressure of like having another like fucking awesome birthday. And it's my 30th birthday, which is like a number that people care about because it's like a decade number, you know? Yeah. It, like no one cares when you're 20, but they're stoked when you're 21. No one cares like f about any of the in-between ages. <laughs> Nobody likes you when you're 23. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you don't even like yourself when you're 23 <laughs> so then I've been planning this birthday party for like the last year at least I'm like okay what theme do I want it to be because it has to be a theme and I wanted it to be like sleepover so you could wear anything from lingerie to like footy pajamas so fun there's just like such a wide range and then I was like okay obviously I have to be wearing something kind of like crazy and slutty and awesome so Hell yeah I was planning basically you guys like a dominatrix outfit like I bought a vinyl bra and it's like dark green because I that's my favorite color and then I bought these little shorts from uh Savage Fenty and it's it's all way too small it's I put the shorts on and Mr. Liz was like you look really hot and I was like I cannot wear this in a public place. <laughs> like, was it just too small, like too revealing? Um, the shorts were too revealing. Like you could see my entire vagina. And then the bra was too small. Like it was too low. Like my nipple was about to poke, poke out. And then I was like, I just wouldn't feel comfortable wearing this. So, and I, I would just rather like wear something I'm comfortable in than like wear something that I look hot in and insecure in. <laughs> So yeah, it just, and I, like, I, I don't want to have to have a nip slip. That was too much. I don't want to deal with that. And then I've been stressing about like where to actually have it because like everywhere is like, you have to reserve this. And then there's like a bar tab minimum that is mm -hmm. very high. So, and then Mr. Liz was like, it's okay. We're going to find a new outfit for you. Cause I was clearly like stressed when I tried it on and I was like, I'm not wearing this. And, um, he was like, why is this, like, so important to you? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, it's my fucking birthday. <laughs> yeah, and, like, your 30th at that. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, well, like, you're putting a lot of importance into this, like, outfit. And I was like, I just want to be the hottest one at my birthday. And he was like, but why? And I was like, because it's my birthday. Like, everyone wants to be the star of their own birthday. I don't think that's unreasonable. No. But he was like, I, it just seems like, you want this outfit to make you feel a certain way and an outfit's not going to do that for you, Liz. Like you, and that, and then I was like, no, no, no. I already feel a certain way, but I want the outfit to match how I feel. And he's like, yeah. 
okay. And he kind of dropped it. But he, I think he was just like, like, you are hot and and fun. You don't need to, like, have this, like, perfect, like, bombshell outfit. And, like, I, I did feel like leading up to it, like, ordering all this shit and, like, stressing about it was... I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to, <laughs> and it sounds like so corny, but I was just like trying to like have this big like butterfly moment, but in real life we don't have that, you know, mm-hmm. like your butterfly moment is slow, like it's oh, a yeah. slow buildup. So I'm like, this isn't like going to be some like emerging from the cocoon situation right. and that's what I was wanting it to be. And then I was like stressing out about it to my therapist and she was like, I was like, well, I just want this place, like wherever we go, I want everyone to have a good time and that this is the only time I could get at this one place. And she was like, but what do you want? You keep saying like what you think everyone else will want, but what do you want? And I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. I don't want to wear this like dominatrix outfit, like... (laughs) I yeah. just assumed that's what everyone would, like, want me to wear. <laughs> and, like, I'd, like, sure, I did want to wear it. But it's just now that I've, like, hyped it up, I'm like, well, now I have to. I don't know. I it understand just, that. It was very I, – I, I totally get that way. Like, anytime there's, like – during prom, I would get like that. I'd be like, no, my hair has to be perfect. And, like, freak out over just, like, these small things. And – I feel like setting expectations really high is an easy way to be like super disappointed and find something wrong, you know? Yeah. No, I feel that. And like, I think that being able to reframe it is good. But I also think like it's not unreasonable either to just like want to feel like you look good. You know what I mean? And like feel good in what you're wearing. Because really like it it, in the most like the simplest of terms, like that's really the goal is just to like feel good in what you're wearing. Exactly. And like I think regardless of if you tried this outfit on and then realized like, oh, am I doing this because I think that that's what people want me to look like? If you felt good wearing it, you would still wear it. That's so true. That's so true. So I don't really think like you're putting unrealistic pressure on it. I think you want to feel hot on your 30th birthday. And like maybe it's not like a cocoon moment, but like at the same time, like it's your 30th. So you want to feel like a butterfly regardless. Exactly. I'm sure there's also a happy medium too. I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. And like we, I know I said this to you on text when we were first talking about this, but like expecting an outfit to make you feel a certain way, it's not even that. It's like, it's like a wedding dress. It's like you, when you try it on, you know that that's like the thing that you want to wear. Like you just know. You, you described it so well. It is like, not to say that this is like the equivalent of a wedding, right? but in some ways I did text you. I was like, it's like my wedding to myself. Yeah. I've done so much work over the last decade and I want to celebrate it. And part of that involves looking hot. Yeah. And like going back to your metaphor, like your butterfly metaphor, you're coming out of like, mm-hmm. you, you grew so much in your twenties and now you're like fucking like ringing in this new decade of like you doing all of this work and becoming the person that you have known that you can be for all this time. And like, you're coming out into the world, like exiting this cocoon. And like, I think that wanting to look hot on that day is a very reasonable thing to want. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you. I think I needed that little extra bit of validation too, that it's okay for me to want that. Yeah. Also those two outfits you sent me on, was it Doll's Kill? Uh Uh-huh so fucking hot I was like hell yeah either of them so I ordered it today and then I'm gonna order my little accessories later but yes probably after this but I definitely know I'm gonna be more comfortable and warmer (laughs) definitely definitely and initially my whole idea was like we're gonna go to a drag club and like it's gonna be big like the great Gatsby and then I was just like but I want to talk to my friends and that's just like not my brand like I could do I'm somewhere in the middle of like going to a loud drag club and partying my ass off and like being tucked away in a little cabin I'm like I don't know where and that's like the ultimate like pinnacle of being a Libra you know (laughs) yeah where on the spectrum do I need to be (laughs) 
Yep, totally. I want both. How can I make that happen? (laughs) I mean, like, you kind of can make that happen. Like, maybe, like, Friday can be, like, the nice, like, talk to your friends indoor day because everyone's going to be so hyped to be there. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday, like, we go and, like, get forked up. And then also, like, your friends are flying in to see you. You're going to be with them Saturday during the day. So, like, I think it's really easy to, like, think of these Mm-hmm. events is like flashbulb moments but like you have the whole weekend to like live all of your wildest fantasies you know yeah yeah exactly and I also like the place I picked for Saturday I think it's gonna be like a good middle point where like everyone will want to meet and then if we want to go get even more weird we can go out <laughs> I have yet to hang up my outfit that I got you know like after I tried it on for you yeah. I've just left it laying out because I'm so excited oh my god I love that energy just like manifesting the vibes of the birthday by leaving it out oh yeah I'm like letting it charge in my windowsill like a crystal I'm like <gasps> let's fucking go I love that <laughs> I I'm super annoyed that I've been sick the last two days because I'm like this is really fucking up my workout schedule oh heard but you're getting better so I'm gonna we're gonna manifest some like healing you're gonna be all the way better tomorrow I'm gonna I have a bunch of crystals I'm gonna like lay them all out like under my pillows before I go to bed tonight yes (laughs) hell yes I have like a wand selenium maybe I'm saying that wrong I don't know but it's like this kind of like milky white uh, crystal. I used to have it in a ball, but I can't find it. But it, it makes me fall asleep so fast. Wow. I just hold it and I pass out. I love that. But maybe it's also just a placebo effect. Well, if it works, it works. That's what I always yeah. say. The Fair enough. <laughs> I think that's a really good uh, way to think of it. And I was also thinking, like, regardless of if crystals, like, actually, like, have the power to do stuff, like, it has the power to put you in the mindset of where you need to be to accomplish the thing that you're trying to manifest, you know? And that, at the end of the day, is the reason that those things exist. It's like, Mm -hmm. this is how, this is a little controversial, but, like, that's how I feel about religion in a lot of ways. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't believe in any religion, but, like, I've seen friends, like, I've had friends pass away that have, like, found religion right before they die, and it gave them comfort. And I'm like, great. That's exactly what they needed in that moment. And yeah. I'm so happy that they found it. It's the same. I mean, it's not the same, but it's the same kind of thing as like a crystal. It's like if it's giving you the energy and the purpose that it's serving a purpose to make you feel a certain way, then why not? I think they're all the same thing. Like as long as these are things and tools that you're using to help you feel grounded and connected to other people and like you are like do your best to be a good and caring person yeah like like at your core like before doing something you consider how it might affect those around you yeah like if you're making a big decision um and there's always the middle ground like of course you should consider what's best for yourself too but there's like uh yeah just like not intentionally hurting other people or like intentionally being selfish Mm -hmm. like I I don't know. Yeah. It's like, like you're never going to like stop learning your entire life. Yeah. So if these are tools, whether it's religion or like astrology or whatever, that helps you get in touch with like connecting with other people and like some sort of like higher belief that like we, our lives have meaning. Mm-hmm. That, then it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you're being a good person. Yeah, I completely agree. And then, like, the other side of that, too, is not fucking gatekeeping people's comfort. Yes. Ugh. Let people just believe in whatever the fuck they want to believe in. Also, like, someone liking astrology does not impact you. At all. And people are so strange about it. Yeah, yeah. I My most triggering tweet was um, something about Pisces men. And Pisces then, men are a disease. Yeah, and then someone got so mad about it. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, it's called a joke. And they're like, so, like, being mean to one type of person is a joke to you? I'm like, oh, my God, can you fuck What the off? fuck? This is why people, this is why you're spending all your time arguing on Twitter with someone talking about Pisces <laughs> instead of hanging out with friends right and like if it's not real then like it shouldn't affect you exactly you shouldn't be so mad about it if you don't believe in it then why are you so pressed yeah right like (laughs) 
I can't. I truly, I truly don't know how people get through the day. I really don't. Anyways, this they're still a disease. They, I, <laughs> I stand by it. Well, the good news is, is Amelia took my birthday off. I am so Liz. <laughs> I am. So- when you said it was a religious holiday, I was like, oh my god. It is, and I'm so flattered. It's your 30th birthday. That is such a good use for a PTO day. I'm like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, fucking get paid to get drunk on Liz's birthday all day. Mm-hmm. Like, anyway, I'm very excited. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, I am going to be, I'm going to say this now just to hold myself accountable. I'm going to be videographer of the night and make like a really epic like video at the end of it. Oh my God. I love that for us. And then you'll have that for forever. And then everybody that can't be there, i.e. all of you that are listening almost, you can feel like you were there because you know I <laughs> always have my camera out. So you can count on me. Let's uh, let's live stream parts of it for them on TikTok. <laughs> Wait, that's a great idea. We should live stream <laughs> on Instagram and TikTok. That'd be so fun. At least for part of for it. For like 10 minutes at a time, like maximum. That would be so fucking funny. When it gets real weird. Yeah, just like the drunker we get. Yeah, and people can pretend they're like drinking with us, you know. It's like a it's like a mukbang. Oh my god, yeah. For blacking out. <laughs> a mukbang for blacking out. What? I I sense the title. Yeah, I know. There is always a moment in every episode that I'm like, that's going to be the name of the episode. And then you always name the episode it. And I'm like, we are on the same fucking wavelength. So um, you've heard of weaponized incompetence, right? No. Like, I'm sure you've heard of it on TikTok, maybe in passing. So it's, yeah, the idea of, like, usually the conversation centers around, like, men, like, heterosexual men being like, if you go, if they go to the grocery store, they're like, well, they get the wrong thing. And then they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just like a guy. I don't know Yep. what that is. And like, you don't have eyes. I sent you a picture. Yep. Um, <laughs> or like, or if they're like, well, I'll help. I'll, I'll make dinner. Like, what do you want? And it's like, I don't want to have to tell you what I want. And I don't want to have to tell you the ingredients. I want you to be able to just do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for me to not hold your hand. Um, so people are just giving examples of weaponized incompetence and in that it's like a purposeful act. And um, I was thinking more about it. Like, I don't really experience this at all with Mr. Liz. <laughs> um, <laughs> a cute story, a little sidebar. Uh, when we first started dating, he made me, he was like, oh, do you want like, um, stir fried tofu for dinner. And I was like, that sounds great. And it was just tofu and rice. And I was so constipated after I ate it. <laughs> I was like, this is so good. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was like very early on in our relationship. I had, I had not heard that story. And then I was like, I think later on, I was like, you need to put some vegetables in this. And he was like, wait, what? And then I was like, yeah, you can't just have tofu and rice. Like, you need some more stuff, like, and a sauce. And then um, we, like, have been cooking together a lot, like, just throughout our relationship. And he's, like, just seen me cook and has helped me a lot. And so then he made me tofu and rice. He made me stir-fried tofu yesterday. And it was, like, stir-fried with all these delicious <gasps> veggies and he used like a special sauce yes and, like, it was so fucking good he killed it and then Hell I was like yes I was like remember like when we first started dating and you made me tofu like stir fried tofu and he was like yeah I was thinking about that earlier and I was like look how far you've come this is so good and then he's like proud I'm I'm just proud of him not that he I think he just needed someone to, like, get his creative juices flowing in the kitchen, you know? For sure. And also, like, there is – I feel like acts of service is my love language because somebody, like, remembering something and putting in the effort to, like, do better next time is, like, the best. It just is yeah. – it shows so much love. And <laughs> and just, like, knowing what you like to eat. Like, I, I try to be very health conscious about what I'm eating and, like, him knowing that and, like – making me a meal that keeps that in mind is so thoughtful and I think that's all people want so this is like this circles back to like weaponized incompetence it's like you know just because you don't want to do something like 
we're not asking you to do it because or no one's asking you to do something because they are just like frustrated with you. It's because like they care about you and they want you to care about them, too. And yeah, and just that kind of like consciousness of like, oh, well, my partner um, doesn't like to eat meat like most of the week. So I'm going to make them like a vegetarian meal and I will also enjoy it. Like just things like that. Like it's it's not hard to be considerate of your partner. No. And if you feel like it is, you shouldn't be with your partner. <laughs> right. I completely agree. And it's like really truly for people that are just like thoughtful people, it seems so obvious. Like it seems like it's like not even a thing, but it is exactly. it's so rare. Like there was one day a few years ago I had a it was like when my ex and I first broke up, I had a crush on someone and we had we were like at a bar and he went and grabbed me a drink without me telling him what I wanted. And all that was available was beer and cider. And he like grabbed a bunch of beers for everyone and he grabbed me a cider and he handed it to me. I was like, oh, you remembered. And he was like, yeah, I saw you drinking that yesterday. And I was like, what? Which is such like it's such a basic human decency thing Mm -hmm. but it goes such a long way when somebody just like internalizes something they know that you like or something that bothered you that they did in the past and they fixed that behavior it just goes such a long way and it's it shouldn't even have to be like conscious you know no right of of just being like oh yeah I like I feel like I could confidently like get you a gift or like make you a meal you know because we we just know each other and I've been around you and we have eaten meals together like it's not like I'm trying super hard (laughs) yeah right um right I know I've mentioned this before but I'm gonna say it again like uh friends with benefits would be fine if men knew how to be friends (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's so it's so true yeah you can uh, yeah you can be friends with a woman and hook up with her and still just maintain friendship (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's called yes it's called just being a friend caring about another it, person just can you hear can de- you hear grandpa yes i sure can hi baby oh y'all this is my first time recording as a cat mom oh yeah oh wait did you not record as a cat mom last week no, no i recorded oh. two, two days before she moved in with me <gasps> oh my god it's this been is so bliss. exciting she's su- she's giving herself a bath right now she's such yeah. a good baby she's, oh, she's 11 and she has, she, she's an old woman. Here I am telling you, telling everyone about your cat. Um, no, please. You always do better at summing things up. I'll talk about her for like two hours if I can. I'll give, I'll give you the basic stats. She's a, a tortie. She is um, 11. Her name is a few things, but I'm calling her what I knew her before. She got her permanent home, which is Meows. And uh, she stopped dead in her tracks. She's like, I heard my name. She's like, what is she saying in there? (laughs) She is um, an expert biscuit maker. And um, she uh, is super food motivated because she was a stray. So you can't leave food out. She'll eat the entire bowl. Like, I've never seen anybody run. I have a timed feeder for her in the morning, so I don't have to wake up. And you would think that the place was on fire. She runs so fast when she hears that automatic feeder go off. I'm like, girl, you are going to pull a muscle. You are 11. Good God. Chill out. Anyway, I love her so much, and I'm really loving the cat mom life. Uh, Because you were asking me, like, questions about my cats, and I just leave bowls of food out for them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they just feed themselves. Yeah, it's that's really nice. I have to. She has like a very strict schedule. (laughs) Yeah, that's not to say they don't eat a shitload. I'm looking over at Grandpa. He's just like sprawled out like a blob. He, I would, I say, I think even though they're both very large cats, they're not necessarily fat cats. No, they're not. They're big. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and Gramps is part Maine Coon, isn't he? Yeah. So, so that makes sense. He's just a thick boy. Okay, wait. I do want to talk about weaponized incompetence a little bit more. So it like separately, Mr. Liz and I had a different conversation that's very similar to weaponized incompetence. Um, and he called it sandbagging. He's like, have you ever sandbagged something? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, have you ever done something terribly 
So then in comparison, when you do it well the next time, it looks like you have made a huge improvement because I feel like so often at work, like in workplaces, people who are rewarded are the people who've like fucked up when they first started and then they (sighs) made they made a lot of improvements and then now they're at a level of just like regular performance and people are like, wow, you came so far. And then you're like, what the fuck? Like I've been doing better than them this whole time. God, yes. Just because you're punishing me because I've never fucked up. Yeah. That's not fair. (laughs) That is so fucking real. That's like everybody is always like, set expectations low. And that's exactly that. It's like, well, you know, it could only go up from here. And it's like, no, just do well the first time. So he was asking me if I've ever sandbagged something. And the answer is no. I've never done anything terribly on purpose at first. And... I also like that's if I if I don't do something well, it's not on purpose and I just don't want to do that thing ever again. You know, I want to be good at something the first time. (laughs) Yeah. No. Heard. That's exactly how I am. That's why I've quit like every sport I've started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, like. The examples that you gave, because I think sandbagging is like a a very similar phenomenon, but like with the. weaponized incompetence it's like when you started telling me what it is every example that came to my mind was so like problematic that I've experienced like um fake dom like using those like condoms that there was all this controversy around them already being used and repackaged did I tell you this story yeah yeah like and like he said it in a way that's like, isn't that funny? Like he like didn't think like he didn't he was just being an idiot about it intentionally. Mm-hmm. And it's just like because he just didn't want to accept any responsibility for anything because he was just going to like bumble around and be an idiot. But like he's not an idiot. He was a very smart person. But like it was easier for him to just not accept responsibility for shit. Yeah. And specifically choose to ignore things that he knew would be like like people would challenge, you know, yep. Yeah, exactly. So then if he's just if he's just playing dumb, then it's not his problem. Right. Right. Um and we said the same thing about uh what the fuck was his nickname? French press. Like how he like if you call him out for like being like disrespectful of your time, he's like you're right, I'm sorry. Because if he just like if he just doesn't argue with you it, and also it doesn't need to be an argument it's like I'm looking for some self-awareness here <laughs> yeah and yeah for him to just be like you're right I'm sorry like then he do- he can just leave and he doesn't have to change anything he doesn't have to acknowledge anything it's he doesn't like have to try it's made like a full revolution around gaslighting <laughs> uh, yes it's like <laughs> gaslighting for like uh for like Seattle guys I I don't know what's yeah it's like for it's a more elevated gaslighting yeah yeah it's It's like sophisticated gaslighting it's a way to gaslight smart women into not arguing with you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's what a competence I can't fucking deal I wonder what that dude's up to I think enough of us are just kind of like uh yeah I don't want to be your mom because I don't want to be anyone's mom (laughs) I don't want to be a mom to you or any children so (laughs) you can either get with it or get out get with it or get lost gramps is biting my zipper on my like uh jacket right now i don't know what he's doing he's He's so weird rambunctious baby oh somebody's coming in to join us she's like i heard there's a cat yeah is there a man involved yeah (laughs) what are you doing he's a little young for meows Come here. And also, oh. uh, they're both neutered, so. I have an update on a past man's. Oh, okay. To give. You know it, but I've been thinking a lot more about it since we first okay. talked about it. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a bit, you remember the comedian. Whomst I had, like, a pretty long thing yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were seeing each other for, like, eight months, non-exclusively, and that was always, you know, the thing. A point of contention. It was, yeah, it was always a point of contention and also, like, I was always honest about it. Like, I was never hiding anything from him, um, Mm -hmm. but it turned into a thing. Anyway, um, we ended things 
fuck, like a year ago, like a very long time ago. And um, I was walking to a bar the other, we hadn't talked since we ended things. I was walking to a bar a couple of weeks ago and I walked past a comedy club and I heard his voice and realized it was him. And so I was like, holy fuck. And I had been wanting to reconnect with him for a while because we ended on good terms. Yeah, but like, and he's like a likable guy. But yeah, he's really great. I have nothing bad to say about him to this day. It's just like wasn't I wasn't looking for a relationship and he was. And that was really that was it. Um, so I took a picture of him from outside and I was like, thought I heard a familiar voice. Like, you look like you're killing it in there. Um, hope you've been well. And he just never responded and he still hasn't responded. And I saw that he has a girlfriend now, which is great. And she seems fucking dope. She seems like super smart and he seems really happy, which is great. But like, fuck, like it's such it hurts so much to like end on good terms with somebody and then have them just like create this narrative in their mind that makes them hate you over time. And I can understand. I mean, so much shit has happened since then. But, like, we haven't talked. He hasn't, like, tried to ask what maybe happened. You know what I mean? Like, we just haven't talked. So, I don't know. He has me muted on everything. He still follows me on everything, but he's but he's muted me. How um, do you know that he hasn't, muted you? He hasn't watched any of my stories uh. for, <laughs> for, like, a year. So, I eventually muted him because I was just, like, I don't need to be watching what he's doing. That um, reminds me of a tweet I saw that was like, you're in his DMs, but he has me muted so he doesn't see my stories. <laughs> we are not the same. I recently thought of one of, of like, uh, of your, on, your left on red in his DMs, but he's talking to me in a baby voice. <laughs> we are not the same. Oh my god. Yeah. Have well, you ever thought about that? When like you can tell if like a guy is really in love with you because they start talking to you in a baby voice. Oh yeah. Yes. And like calling you like a stupid nickname. That's so true. I love my pet name. What is it? <laughs> Patootie. Patootie, that's right. Oh, I love that. <laughs> you little but cuties. He also calls me um petite pomme frite. Which means small French fry in French. <laughs> That's I, so cute. I call him Coach Cheeseburger. Why? Um, one time I I said something like I like smelled. I knew I smelled really bad because I had just worked out, and I was like, I was like, no, I need a shower. I smell awful. And then he like leaned in and smelled my armpit, and I was like, why would you do that? And I was like, I smell like a cheeseburger. <laughs> And then he thought that was really funny. So now anytime one of us is like sweaty after working out, we call each other a cheeseburger or we say like, I'm a cheeseburger right now. I remember you telling me this because you told me this on the way back from Nikki Glazer. And I was like, now that you've said that every time I smell BO, it's going to smell like fast food. And, and that (laughs) has been, that's been the case. Every time I've smelled BO, I've been like, it smells like stale French fries. And Liz has ruined sweat for me for forever not that it was ever a good smell but all I can smell now is is fast food fast food yeah I wanted to talk to you about cum rag etiquette because (laughs) this has been a point of contention online for a bit Katie Mm -hmm. Thurston was the one that actually like I think brought this back into the rotation of conversation (laughs) (laughs) and rotation of conversation (laughs) I love it she had a good point, and I was thinking about all of the guys that I've hooked up with that have stuck around for a while have always been the ones to mop up their own cum off of my back or wherever they come. Every guy, from the beginning, and then every guy that has been like a one or two night kind of deal has thrown me the cum rag, and I hate it. Like, now that I'm actually able to, like, pay attention to it like because now it's at the the front of my mind Mm -hmm. it really bugs me when people just throw me the towel like you clean up your mess idiot what do you think well how do you feel about cum rag etiquette I now I'm thinking about it and I like have never thought that much about it I hadn't either like for me it depends on where it's at like if it's like on the front side 
I I can get it. I don't mind. I don't want you to smear it around like an mm. art painting, like a finger painting. Um, mm-hmm. So, but if it's on my back, like clean it up. Wet part of the rag. And first you use the dry part and then you use the wet part, you know, to yep. get the extra so mm-hmm. it doesn't get all like pilled up on your yep. skin. Because um, I don't. Yeah, I've never thought too much about if I, like, clean it up myself on the front side of my body. Yeah. But I also haven't had to do that in so long because I haven't been on birth control. So, and I've just always used condoms and, like, tracked my ovulation. So. That is a good point. I was thinking, like, well, so squints is always, he, like, always does, like, the, he does a very good job with the cleanup. It's very thorough. He gets um he gets range so sometimes it ends up in the roots of my hair, <laughs> but like Music Man, also always even if it's on my face, cleans it up. Like he's always the one to and the comedian always cleaned it up. Like it's just interesting that the dudes like, have stuck around think, for a yeah, while. Yeah, now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, it is really nice. It is. It's just like a nice little gesture. Yeah. If it's on the front side, you don't have to, but you should take care of the things you care about. Mm Mm-hmm. Amen. So. I just, I think there have been a few instances where it's just been like, here, I got this from the bathroom. And it's like, it just feels kind of like dirty, like to just be like. I guess when you're like, you've been dating someone for a while, though, it's like you already know that they care about you, so it doesn't really matter. But like, Mm -hmm. this is just like in hookups it's just like hello can you just I don't know it'll take you two seconds to just do it be respectful I'm just curious what other people think about it I want to hear other people's opinions on it this also really reminds me of a TikTok I saw today like uh a couple hours ago this woman was saying how um she was talking to someone about how like there's a whole genre of romance novels created just by women that men dismiss and, like, make jokes about. But then she listed a bunch of, like, really, like, sensual forms of touch that men can give that, like, when she was talking about them, I was like, am I, like, kind of turned on right now? Like, one of them was, like, um, if you rub your nose, like, against her neck and then like if you come up behind her like rubbing your hands down her arms and just like embracing her and like touching the like rubbing your thumb on the end part of her wrist like Uh uh-huh that I like the things she was saying I was like holy fuck I love that kind of like it's it's so small yeah and like as she was listing it I was like it's not obvious like forms of physical affection but they right they are things that you like you feel so good when it happens you know right and I feel like there has to be men that are also turned on by stuff like that so I don't know absolutely like I wonder why it's not because like you listing those things I'm like yeah like I'm gonna send it to you after this please do I sent it to Mr. Liz I was like I want this (laughs) Not good. We he love is, that communication. He is super affectionate, but I was I think like me, it's like, oh yeah, I always have I'm I want ideas of what you like. So yeah. we like we're very cuddly. But yeah. our our like um being cuddly also isn't like sexual, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I really appreciate the type of physical touch that we do have, like every single day of just being like really snuggled up and liking being cozy. But there needs to be, like, a difference of, like, oh, this is sensual versus, like, this is just snuggling. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. There's just, like, whenever anybody, like, squints the other day when I was – he came over and I was working. And he was just, like, leaving me be and just, like, being around. And he just, like, came up behind me and just, like, kissed me on the cheek just, like, really briefly. Mm -hmm. That Those kind of things I don't think people realize – like really feel so great and like mean mm-hmm. a lot it's just like little non non-intimate makes you intimacy. feel special yeah, yeah exactly like non-sexual intimacy non-sexual intimacy that's um, what I was looking for another one that you just reminded me of another one that sh- the woman listed like kissing like your temple like tucking your hair back and kissing your temple 
And she gave an example of like if someone compliments her and you're there, be like, be like, I know she always looks so beautiful, and then like kiss her on the temple. I was like, oh Lord, this should be a this should be a new bi- should be a Bible for. Oh for yeah, everybody. Yeah. I yeah, s- send me this. I we should share it too because I think that this should this has totally. reach. Totally, it does have reach. It needs a larger reach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, come Agreed. here for your tips and tricks. Also, I got to like what I would consider the most important part of "Come as You Are." I've been talking about this. It's taken me forever to read this book. I refuse to listen to it as an audiobook, though I'm sure it would be more efficient. <laughs> but mm. I got to like the most important part, and I when we record in person next, I want to share this secret, basically, because I just feel like it deserves like the in-person conversation versus like. Uh-huh. Us FaceTiming and like bootstrap recording and not knowing how it's going to turn out. I know. I have so many things in my phone of what we, I want to talk to you about that like I just don't want to do over FaceTime. So yeah, we have a lot to discuss next week. It's going to be so fun. But this was also fun recording and I'm glad that we at least figured out how we could do it remotely because it sucks to say this, but there's still a pandemic happening mm-hmm. And it's worse than it was before. Mm -hmm. We just don't want to pay attention. I do feel very lucky that we're in Seattle where like 70% of the population is vaccinated. Yeah. And the rules are so strict. Mm -hmm. But and they're about to get even stricter. When? October 25th. Thank God. Like right after your birthday. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was like, yes. Oh, my Um, God. Most places are requiring proof of vaccination. Good. Like tons of businesses. So I did a rapid test and a regular test. Obviously, I got the rapid test back today, but it was like just purchased over the counter and it was $25 for two. So I did one. Mr. Liz did one. That's a pretty good deal for a rapid test. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Holy shit. And then obviously I, I did the one that was free. So. I it's so fun like COVID rapid tests like at home tests are kind of how I felt about like the 3D printer thing again like I'm like it was such a thing like one day we're gonna have this and now it's so accessible that I'm like what like we've progressed that far we could just yeah. take these things out so home. far so fast it's amazing I love science I love scientists thank you scientists Thank you, scientists and doctors. I'm so sorry everybody online pretends that they know more than you. But that's all. <laughs> I'll leave that, that there. Sex fact of the week. Sex, Sex fact, fact of the week. Sex fact. I want to do it very, like, 20s. Okay, let's do it. I'll let you lead. Uh, like, hello, my baby. Sex fact of the week. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my rom-dom gal. I would like a hat and a monocle, please. Wow, that might have to stick around as our permanent song. (laughs) This is from womenshealthmag.com. So if you have an issue with this, take it up with them. (laughs) Some states are kinkier than others. Ooh. Wyoming, Alaska, Vermont, West Virginia, and Oregon are the top kink-curious states, at least according to what they search on Pornhub. Interesting. California surprisingly came in dead last, but maybe they're expressing their kink outside of their search history. So it's really just search history facts, but I thought that was very interesting. And I also want to know, like, what – oh, wait, it's linked – Christian Gray may live in Seattle, but the rest of Washington isn't all that interested in BDSM, says recent data from Pornhub. Yeah, you got 100% of this podcast says that that's false. The largest online porn site recently analyzed all of their search statistics by state and by country to see where people are searching for videos featuring bondage, domination, submission, and more. Okay, so it's it's specifically BDSM when they say kink. Mm Mm-hmm. We're not... We're not watching it. We're participating in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and, why. And I also think Washington, Grandpa is being, stop. You're being a shit. He's trying to bite me. Ah! I, What's his deal? He gets overstimulated when he's in my lap, so he gets all bitey. 
Anyways, um, I also think that like Washington, as far as especially as far as Seattle goes, like people care a lot about um, being considerate of if people are consenting or not. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think if you just know, like especially if you're into BDSM, if you can be aware that it doesn't involve consent or something or if it seems like sus it's just I don't know porn is questionable Mm -hmm. often yes feels fake so I could just also see like people who are into BDSM here not really want to like watch totally yeah they're like getting that fix um in the real world all right well thanks for listening hopefully this um this edit comes out okay follow us on instagram tiktok twitter at the holy hour holy hour podcast at gmail.com i fucked up that outro so bad oh it sounded great my oh, solo episode <laughs> i just got i was like home stretch and i fucked up the outro i was like, fucking kidding me the thing that i do every week okay thank you so much for listening um, we will be in the same room next week and we have some spicy convo and it'll be Liz's last episode in her in her 20s. Wild. That's insane. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes out, will be my actual birthday. Holy shit. OK. All right. Well, we love, we love you. We love you. Our children. <laughs> That's going to sound so bad. We love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.